Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Peter Waltz. This week, we continue our focus on big issues affecting businesses and organizations all around the world with the spread of COVID-19. And along with bringing you critical updates and events that are happening in all around the world, we're fortunate to be able to bring in ELA lawyers that practice on the ground in these jurisdictions, and they help us understand what it's like to work daily with their clients to move through these difficult times. Now, since the outbreak, we've been talking to ELA members all across the globe, initially in China, then Italy, Korea, then across Asia, Europe, Latin America, now in Africa, and of course here in the US. Today, we're gonna to go back to a country that early on was one of the epicenters of the virus in Europe, and that would be Italy. Joining us today on the program by cell phone is Francesca Ferrando. She's an associate at our ELA member firm in Italy, Grimaldi Studio Legal. Francesca's calling in from her office in Milan where she's there for the first time in quite a while. Hopefully she can shed some light on us on what business is like in that country and what recent legislation or government directives have been put in place to help impact the business and the economy. Francesca, welcome to the program. I hope you're well. I am. I all have Greetings from Milan. So tell me, you're back in the office today. Are you the only one there today, or is there other colleagues that have come to the office today? Few colleagues which are obliged to be here due to the duties they have to work today. So tell me a bit about what the current status is like in Italy. I mean, I know we followed it around the globe and how it spiked so high. It was clearly one of the most infected regions in Europe. And uh, how is it happening now? What's going on there now? Italy is facing a very critical emergency as there are more than 200,000 cases of COVID-19. And the population is about 66 million of people. The entire country is locked down since the first week of March. This means that all non-essential production is locked down until the 3rd of May and the people are prevented from leaving their home. For the time being, the end date of the lockdown is scheduled on the 18th of May. However, this lockdown is likely to be extended. So you're in the office. So is legal services now allowed to come to work? How does that evolve? People are allowed to leave home for unavoidable needs, such as working ones. As far as legal services are concerned, people uh, is allowed to leave home where they have to meet a deadline or uh, they have to carry out an activity which is to be performed at the office. Today, I'm allowed to be at the office. So are you wearing a mask in the office? The rest of the world here, I know in the U.S., we have to wear a mask when we leave the house, at least here where I live in Pennsylvania. So what's the status in Italy? Are you wearing a mask at the office? Yes, we have uh, such obligation, except for the time we spent alone in our uh, room. So let's talk about how the government has changed things since the virus has evolved and, and how it's impacting businesses. A lot of people around the world that are certainly out of work, been unemployed, on unemployment. Companies are making decisions to suspend workers or 
put them on furlough. So what is the Italian regulation about suspending employees? Can they do that without pay or do they have to pay them their full salary or some portion of that? Employers in Italy are not allowed to suspend employees unless they are benefiting from a salary integration social tool. When the coronavirus began spreading in Italy, employers had two choices. One was to put employees on holiday, as in Italy, employers are allowed to unilaterally put employees on holiday. However, starting from the 17th of March, a law decree providing for measures to face the crisis due to the spread of COVID-19 in Italy has been enacted. According to such law decree, employers are allowed to make recourse to, to salary integration social tools which are established for the COVID-19 emergency within the framework of the ordinary social shock absorbers. For example, companies who meet requirements for benefiting from the ordinary social shock absorbers are allowed to have their employees paid with an allowance from the state national social security authority for a maximum term of nine weeks starting from the 23rd of February. The employers do not have to burn additional costs while they, uh, their employees are suspended from work to benefiting from this salary integration social tour. And as far as employers who do not meet requirements in terms of both sector in which they operate or the overall number of employees in force to benefit from ordinary social shock absorbers are allowed to benefit from a specific social tool established to face the COVID-19 emergency to the extent that an agreement is reached by the region in which they are based. So let's talk about restricting employment contracts. Are there any restrictions on terminating employment contracts? It sounds like the government's now restricted companies from making any wholesale changes, but can you eliminate an employee on contract during this time? No, because according to the emergency regulations enacted by the Italian government, employers, regardless the actual number of employees in force, are prevented from serving dismissals for individual redundancy for a 60-day term running from the 17th of March and expiring on the 16th of May. This means that employers are allowed to serve individual dismissals for cause or for subjective justified grounds, which are those dismissals which are notified in the presence of a breach by the relevant employee. And employers are also allowed to serve dismissals for owing to the sick term established by the National Collective Bargaining Agreement having been exceeded. Moreover, when the employer is staffed 
with more than 15 employees and intend to dismiss at least five employees over a 120-day term, this should trigger the collective dismissal procedure. However, also collective dismissal procedures have been prohibited to be triggered for the same 60-day term. So it sounds like there's a lot of restrictions there in terms of what companies can do at least for the next 60 days so that the employment base stays stabilized. Is that the case? Yes, but as a counterbalance, as we said before, the employer is allowed to benefit from social tools. Well, I hope that during this time you can stay safe and that your colleagues at the firm are also well. And we'll check back with you from time to time to see where things are in Italy. I thank you for your update today. Thank you. If you'd like to connect with Francesca from Grimaldi Studio Legal, our ELA member in Italy, or any of our firms around the world, please check for them on the ELA website at ela.law. Just go to the big Find a Lawyer widget in the center of the page, click on the drop-down box, choose your jurisdiction, reach out directly by email or phone. Our lawyers would be glad to help you anywhere in the world. Also, while you're on the website, check out our invitations to upcoming webinars, download white papers, get access to on-demand content, or use the ELA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook available to people registered on the website. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Pete Waltz. Thanks for listening.